Hello and welcome to the Meals by Madeline podcast. Today I'm going to uncover the hidden cons of intermittent fasting. The reason I'm doing this is because this has been one of the hardest rules for me to get over. It was one of the first things that I learned about when I was really young and the trend first started. I found it somehow on the internet and it was really hard to break that habit also my i'm in my car my car is turned on right now but i'm going to turn it off i just need the heat on a little bit because it's cold outside today okay so let's start what is intermittent fasting so intermittent fasting is the cycling i'm actually going to turn my car off because i realize i don't have gas okay here we go what is intermittent fasting so it's basically Cycling between periods of fasting and feeding. There's lots of types. There's the 16-8, which is where you eat for eight hours of the day and then you fast for 16 hours. Most of that is while you're sleeping. There's the 5-2, where it's like you literally don't eat anything for two days a week and then the rest you eat, I don't even know, the other five days you eat whatever. There's like longer fasts, which these are more usually for like ethnic and religious reasons. They range from 24 hours to weeks and weeks. Not good for you, but a lot of those longer ones are for religion. So I do understand that. Personally, I would never uh, take part in that, but I guess some people do. Okay, so why is it used? It's mainly, it's a trend for weight loss. And the idea is that um, if you're eating in that period of time, I need to like put my phone somewhere because I'm sure the audio is nuts. Okay, here we go. So the idea is that if you restrict the time that you're eating, you'll naturally eat less calories, which I guess makes sense in theory, but it ends up not working. I'll tell you about that why or why that's true later. Uh, It also can lower blood pressure and cholesterol. And also it has said to reduce your risk of cancer because it helps your cells regenerate faster. So who should never, ever do it? People with diabetes because of blood sugar crashes and stuff. Uh, It could be really dangerous. People with metabolic disorders, children and teens, pregnant women, or women trying to conceive. There's also research that shows that women in general should never do intermittent fasting because it is likely that you could lose your period, possibly never be able to have kids, just not really worth it. Obviously, anybody with disordered eating or eating disorder sufferers should never try this people that are taking medication that requires food and then overall anyone that needs a healthy input of calories all day to be healthy in all aspects of their life so physically mentally and emotionally so the the basically the only pro to it is that it supposedly causes weight loss that's not even a pro in my book but that's the pro okay Now I'm going to talk about all the disadvantages, which there's so many. I don't even have all of them here because I'd be talking forever and I like my podcast to be pretty short and to the point, but I could go on and on and on, but there's not very much to talk about for the benefits besides you'll lose weight, I guess. So the biggest disadvantage is that it can increase the production of your hunger hormones, which is ghrelin and some other fucking one I don't remember but 
it can make you feel hungrier and then that will lead to binge eating also waiting so long to eat until you are ravenous is a direct it will cause binge eating like that is what causes binge eating binge eating for the most part is driven from restriction in some sense. You might not be restricting food, but you could be restricting other things. You could be subconsciously restricting. It is mostly driven from restriction. So if you, you might not know if you're predisposed to it. You might not know if that's going to happen to you, but it is extremely likely that that will happen to you if you start intermittent fasting, especially if you have a history of restriction and a history of binging. It will basically make that worse. Another thing is that it can cause morning sickness and fatigue, and it's really bad for workouts. So obviously, if you're just going for a little walk in the morning, you don't necessarily need to eat before that. But if you are doing a vig- like a very vigorous, strenuous workout, you need some glucose in your body to help you power through that workout. And intermittent fasting might not work for your schedule. Like for me, I really like to work out in the mornings, but I always make sure that I eat something, especially before I strength train so that I can have fun during my workout and feel strong and healthy. I like to do it before intense yoga, but if I'm going to do some restorative yoga or go for a walk and it's early in the morning, I maybe won't eat if I'm not hungry. Obviously, I always eat when I'm hungry. Um, But intermittent fasting puts this rule that you can't, and that could lead to a lot of danger for your body. It is not that hard for your muscles and bones to start breaking down. For me, I struggled for a really long time, and I ended up developing osteopenia and tons of other injuries that I will have forever now. And that was only seven years, but this all started when I was only 12 years old. And that's, so I've been in my prime health, probably for my whole life. I destroyed my colon. I broke my back. I developed osteopenia. I tore my IT band on my right side. I um, dislocated my meniscus, just a ton of shit that I know would not have happened if I hadn't developed a restrictive eating disorder because I never, I had a very healthy body before this. And it can, doing things like this, restricting your muscles of glycogen and protein for that long, it can start to break down those functions because it will, I mean, think about it. Your muscles are built off of amino acids and they need also glucose and carbohydrates. And if you're starving yourself from those for long periods of time and then going and working out all you're doing is breaking that down so you're not even going to get any results from your workouts and you're very likely to become injured another thing about intermittent fasting that isn't great is that it has very rigid rules that can lead directly to disordered eating and eating disorders again our life is never going to be the same day to day Things change, we're social beings, and we need to be social to have happy, fulfilling lives. And by putting this restriction that is so intense on your food, you are not able to live your life to the fullest. It doesn't make sense for a human being. And, sorry, I saw someone I know. Yeah, okay. I kind of talked about that too with the binge eating, but... No day is the same. So why have why do they expect us to have every day be a 16 and 8 or a 5-2 and to have two days a week that I don't eat any food? Like, no, those two days I could have an exam. I could have anything. Stuff comes up all the time. 
Another thing is low blood sugar, which leads to hypoglycemia. Low blood sugar is extremely dangerous and it happens to people all the time. You know, you forget a snack, you have a little bit low blood sugar, but with intermittent fasting here, I'm talking about severe hypoglycemia, like on the verge of diabetes levels of glucose in your blood. That can lead to dizziness, nausea, shakiness. It can lead to fainting. Um, it's very, very dangerous when you are driving. I've You can look up like videos of people in diabetic shock who will go and drive into the median, um, drive on the other side of the road. It's really, really, really dangerous to have your blood sugar drop that low. And intermittent fasting can cause that directly. So I would say, why not just fuel our bodies, not crash our cars. Life is good. Okay. The next one is minimal research. This is the one that I am most passionate about because you guys know I'm a big science bitch. I love my science. I love my, my research. That is just what I love. Okay. So for intermittent fasting, there is basically no research. Any research that's been done has been on either rodents, mostly rodents, or cisgender white males. No women, no people of other races, no other types of sexualities, cisgender straight white males only, or rats. Studies that are based on rats, I'm getting so fired up. They barely apply to human beings, okay? I get that we're both mammals, we have similar functions, whatever. I am not a rat. We are walking, talking, breathing, mentally competent human beings. Studies that apply to rats do not directly apply to us. It, I don't even know how to explain it. It just makes sense in my brain that that doesn't make sense because we are not rats. So anything that I see that is based on rats, I'll read it. I'll think, yeah, that's cool, maybe possibly, but I would never use that kind of study to back up my own opinion. And this is why I do not agree with intermittent fasting, because the only thing they have to show for it is rats and white men. Here's one example of something that was based on a wider group with more diverse people. JAMA Internal Medicine did a study of a fasting group of 100 people. And they were compared to a group of non-dieters, the control group, and they just ate their regular diet. And they saw who lost weight over a certain period of time. So obviously, the people who were fasting lost more weight than the non-dieters. But there was another group that just lowered their overall calories, and they lost the exact same weight as the people who were intermittent fasting on those same calories. So essentially, intermittent fasting does nothing. It just puts your food in a window. <sighs> okay. Another thing that really sucks about it is that you lose touch with your hunger cues. Every day is so different, like I was saying before, and it's not intuitive. And I really experienced this. So when I developed my eating disorder, this was one of the first things I started doing. I didn't know anything about it. It was just kind of like me being restrict restrictive and just waiting to eat for long, long periods. But eventually I kind of looked up like, because I was like, something's wrong, like, I don't feel good, and I, f I actually found intermittent fasting, and then I was like, oh, well, what I'm doing is actually really healthy, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, eventually, that didn't work out for me as I became severely underweight and had to go to the hospital, but 
that is how I found out about it. And now I don't intermittent fast and I honestly feel so much better. I didn't find any benefits to it. I I guess I was a teenager, but um, no mental clarity. I actually felt like shit. Um, I was only losing weight because I was literally not eating. Um, I don't. I think if I had been eating regularly, I don't think it would have done anything. So overall, it just doesn't make sense. I understand if it works for you. Different things work for everyone. But right now, I'm specifically talking to my girls who are trying to remove themselves from diet culture. You do not need to take part in this or any other diet once you give up that mindset. You've got to just go all in, girl. This is not intuitive, it's not mindful, and it doesn't make sense for our everyday lives, especially as women. I take a lot of pride in being a strong, confident woman now that I'm at a healthy weight and I eat intuitively. I feel actually really good about myself and confident because I know that I'm treating my body well every day. This is not what I, intermittent fasting is not what I would consider to be treating my body with respect and love. So by doing it, I would just feel kind of, I don't know, icky or like I'm going against my word. And I just want you girls to know that you don't have to do that too. If you want to be an advocate for full health and wellness and real health and wellness, not this, you can, you can do that. It's not, There's nothing special about me. I just decided one day that I was tired of this shit and I was tired of being lied to by society and I was tired of them taking my money and my time. And now that I am not invested in that, I feel so much better. So this was just a little tangent that I went off of those reasons. That was the only ones that I have for now because like I said, I want to keep this short and sweet. But I love you guys. I hope that you have an amazing day. I'm really excited to be back. I've been so, so busy with school moving in, but I finally feel like I'm settling into my routine. Another life update is I've actually switched my major from nutrition to early childhood education. So I have always had being a teacher in my back pocket. It's always been my second choice to being a dietitian. But now that I'm recovered, I actually have realized that this definitely is not the path that I want to pursue. Obviously, I will always be an advocate for eating disorder recovery, and I will never stop trying to help girls because, I mean, my recovered life is one million times better than my life when I was stuck in that cycle, but I don't want it to be my career, and I don't want to study about food anymore. I also found that there was a lot of disordered content in the program that I was at, and I just didn't agree with it and didn't want to be a part of it, so I decided to switch to early childhood education and obviously that is nothing against the school that I go to it's nothing against nutrition as a major it's just that now that I'm recovered I can see through a lot of things and I just honestly don't care that much but yeah life is really good I'm having a lot of fun I have met some amazing people since I've been here already and I mean obviously I have all my friends from last year and my sorority babies it's been awesome So I hope that you guys are doing well. If you have any questions, please reach out to me in my DMs um, at Meals by Madeline on Instagram. You can also email me at mealsbymadeline at gmail.com. I recently made an email. Feel free to message me anything that you ask. I will keep 100% confidential. Don't be shy. I'm very nice and I love to chat. So I will see you guys around on social media or maybe around campus if you're at Miami University. 
I love y'all and I will see you soon. Bye.